0: On today's 30 Minute Music Marketing, five excuses, five, that musicians make for not marketing their music. And how to
1: get around them.
0: Cue title sequence.
1: 30 Minute Music Marketing, for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. That's you. Thanks very much for joining us on this particular scintillating episode, which is all about trying to get over negative rebuttals And and vibes and turning negatives into positives because we know. That you know, there are people like ourselves who week after week are saying, All "Right now, come on, you need to start marketing your music, and you yep. need to start doing it like this." And there are lots of musicians out there who are who have got plenty of excuses as to why they either don't market their music or don't market mm. their music as often as they should. So what I've done is I've put together maybe five of the most popular uh, excuses. That I've heard all over the years, and maybe tried to, you know, formula some sort of rebuffle? Uh, yeah, some sort of action plan. Let's let, let's do that. So you know, if it you feel as posh. though you're in a bit of a rut. And you're one of these people that you know is happy to give an excuse rather than to uh, to, to crack on. I think we've got we've got solutions to problems.
0: Are we going to turn today. these Are we going to turn these frowns upside down?
1: That, that's a very good way of putting it. I like your positivity today, Greg. <laughs>
0: I'm very very just smiley, and smiley. I've even have had you, decaf have, tea, and I'm still kind of like. And that's very good.
1: I, I noticed, you, you're see. I, I'm wearing a black t-shirt for yes. the, the people who are listening. On a podcast, and you're
0: wearing, are a white. Well, it's probably gone more beige. Well, maybe if it had been a slightly better band T-shirt, we shall have it? to give it yeah. a
1: boil wash.
0: A boil wash
1: after the show <laughs>
0: for the right, it'll disappear. Okay, so we're going to dive straight in because it's Let's, a thirty-minute music. Market, it is a yeah.
1: thirty. Yes, it, you know, it could, it could be slightly under. it could be slightly slightly over, depending on how much. How much positivity we, we, we're throwing at people today. Do we need to uh,
0: tell the listeners that you're going on holiday next week? Or no, we're I was
1: going gonna... to tell them at the end.
0: Oh, we Okay, sorry. Oh, you've sorry. spoiled the surprise now. Sorry. Okay, well, other than spawning surprises, which I'm quite good at, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go straight into point number one. And we hear this one quite a lot. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. I've got no money for marketing my music.
1: Well... You know, it, obviously
0: not always necessarily delivered in that in accent. that
1: particular voice. In fact, you're, you're 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 stealing my voices. But people saying that okay, they I haven't... can do
0: my Gloucester accent and go. God, I've got no money. I've got no money for money. marketing for music market my music. I can't even say it.
1: Well, musicians do mm-hmm. tend to be uh, cash-strapped individuals. I, you know, that's what musicians tell us, and that, that's what that's how we, musicians we do hear that a lot. Represent yes. themselves online. They say, oh, I haven't got lot. In the way of money, but uh, the first thing I would, you know, I would throw back at them is that pretty much all the major online platforms that we can use to to, to market ourselves and our music at a very basic level are free. So it, you know, YouTube is free. Bingo, bango, bongo. There was a time, ladies and gentlemen, for the older viewers slash listeners. Really, there was a time when. Hosting videos used to actually cost you money ladies and gentlemen uh, Older older viewers out there will remember such thing as real player and back, back in the day I used to create videos for, for music and they were encoded in real player and they were they were put on my particular website And every time somebody streamed or, or downloaded a particular video that cost me in really? terms of bandwidth on a you know, So I, it's my, almost
0: a bit like pay-per-view.
1: And my hosting. But it's costing you was was on page you go so, so so it costed me actually costed me money for people to watch a video. So for you to upload a 1080 um, six minute music video and let someone else incur the server costs for for streaming that particular video. I mean you've never had it so good. Um, and you
0: can even actually, instead of you paying for the watch, they can pay you for the watch, but that's probably something to do later along down the yeah. line. Yeah.
1: But, you know, all your social networks mm. are, are free, and I think that probably one of the most effective ways to to build up an audience and to engage an audience is to go live on a regular basis and i would i would you know recommend to somebody that if you want to, to do one particular action to, to have a major effect on your career if you can pick a, a time and a day of the week and go live for say 15 20 minutes maybe doing you know if you some sort of uh, acoustic performer, singer-songwriter, that sort of thing. If you're in a position to actually use your preferred social network of choice, be it Facebook or, or sort of YouTube, or you can go go live uh, using Periscope on on Twitter. If you do that, 52 weeks a year and engage people on a on a regular basis, you go a, a, an incredible way to actually building up an audience and engaging oh. with the audience. And it's going to cost you absolutely nothing.
0: The only thing is, unfortunately, we, we kind of discussed this slightly. It's just that we've probably got quite a lot of um, viewers um, who will probably not. This is all they've known and they've almost take it for granted and don't see the real value in it. Uh, when, whereas yourself and me, to some extent, we've kind of were here before and we kind of we have it we can gauge what it would have cost us compared to now so it's not to say that we're more appreciative of it but i think we probably realize that the benefit probably more so than people have just kind of grown up with this and don't see it for really the, the value that it represents compared and, to the past
1: yeah and i think it's also a, a case of we maybe know the value of the strategies and once you <laughs> once you actually sort of sit down and go right how can I get best use out of that particular platform and how it can be really beneficial to me even at, at, a, at a free level That that's when you, you really become to appreciate just how effective it can be and how useful mm-hmm. it can be at a you know at a free level and like we're saying um on the episode where we're talking about uh, emails and uh, you know mailing lists MailChimp and it, it's free up to Two thousand email addresses. So you know, quite a a lot. It is that you know that that will serve most musicians for at least a good couple of years. So you know, there are uh, charlies like us who (coughs) who will say, you know, even if you've got absolutely no money whatsoever, you really have. You've never had it so good.
0: I mean, one of my clients here, we can quite frequently reach uh... anything from seven to fourteen thousand people organically through facebook uh... posts but that's come through a period of time of we're doing regular posts Yeah, looking at the analytics looking who our audience is and then slowly start to tailor our content to our video and again that information has cost us absolutely nothing so this idea that you know okay yes of course I'm sure organic reach is reduced because Facebook wants to earn money, but at the same time, you can still increase your reach by just doing, evaluating and just tweaking the stuff and just continually doing. And, you know, it, it literally, every video that we do is getting, and we're not, he's not paying a penny for that. And it's cost, well, literally, it's cost us nothing.
1: What I will say is if you want to know the value of social media, even at a free level, don't use it, and then okay. The thing I would say to you is, right, how are you going to get your music out there? How are you going to get your message, and how are you going to get yourself out there if you exclude yourself from social media? Then everyone, I would imagine the majority of people would have absolutely very little in the way of
0: uh... that's the thing, you'd have to suddenly introduce. Um you know, media, so CDs, so that would be the cost of that, so people can actually hear it in a physical form, because you've removed the online stuff. You then have to uh, mail, and we know, how much is the cost of a second-class stuff? Oh, it's
1: it's, it's, it's over 50 pence! Per
0: copy, uh, per person that you're sending it to, and then you'd probably have to pay radio pluggers. I know some people still pay radio pluggers, but that would probably be your only option and And go out and hope that people can come and see you at gigs and that that's going to cost considerably more uh than than this, so you know I hate to sound really old fashioned, but you really don't know you' got it so good
1: yes, so the, the amount of the amount of damage you can do with just free alone is amazing, so even if you have to stick at free at a basic level for uh, for a period of time. You really have got it great.
0: Is there anyone that you can use as an example of a strategy? Anyone? Well, in terms of on here,
1: not off the top of my head. Don't well, you? I thought you were we, going to talk we about Stephen. Clear these things. I thought, to you, really were gonna Greg. Talk...
0: I thought you were going to talk about Steven Sodenberg. I was trying not oh, to well, mention his know, name because I don't,
1: I don't, uh, Steven Soddenberg, Well, I was. Or I however was just, you, uh, the, you know, again, again, it's the right, You know, again, the, the old adage that if you've got a phone, then you've got a, you know, you've got a a, a video camera in your pocket. And I was going to bring up the case of uh, Steven Soderbergh in last year, in 2018. He he shot an entire film using uh, an iPhone 7 Plus. He shot a feature film on it. If someone else, if someone there can shoot a film using an iPhone, you can shoot a music video.
0: Well, I've uh, I've seen. I can't remember the film. It obviously was very memorable. But the whole thing was shot on iPhone 4s's, going back when that came out. So. You know, yeah, there's
1: been, there's been a few. Tangerine, that was one. Was it Tangerine? I'm not sure. Um, I think Michel Gondry, he's done one as well.
0: Because I have seen, I know it's become a bit old hat now, apologies if you've just had one made, where you're going to get the typical DSLR kind of video and there's lights and, and it's of your band playing and stuff like that and, you know, uh, I realised maybe... Five, six years ago, they looked innovative for now. But people are paying a lot of money for this, and I can't really see what it's going to give your audience that you couldn't do with your phone, which is going to, other than cost you time, cost you financially nothing.
1: Ideas are greater than equipment. I would agree. Yes. Right, Should we uh, move on to yes. point number two? So number two... Excuse number two. Excuse number two...
0: I have no time for marketing.
1: Okay, I, I fully appreciate that. you know generally most musicians will have uh, other things that are stealing their time. This one's we- quite
0: a big one, isn't it? it? It is,
1: and you know we can't necessarily uh, run off from those life responsibilities of work, college, university, parenting, uh, you know, pub pub well netflix well we can, well yeah so so you can maybe reduce your frequency of going to the pub you can maybe get rid of netflix if you think as though you know that is stealing yes <laughs> is it is netflix stealing too much of your time i will say have you seen the new dark crystal thing yet that's on netflix
0: i've seen the things for it, it looks a little creepy
1: it, it's it's you know it's, it's it's a it, it's an all ages fantasy. Okay, it it, it, it kind of really looks good. like
0: a cross between Labyrinth and the Neverending Story. Well, did you ever
1: see the, the original Dark Crystal? You know, we really should edit bit out.
0: That was didn't that have Tom Cruise in it? N-
1: no, I'll he was
0: in a it. film that was kind of uh, similar.
1: That was uh, what was that one? Don't know. Right in, uh, please put it in the comments below. Uh, no, it wasn't uh, wasn't Legion. It um, uh, wasn't T- Tim Curry was the devil. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. We'll IMDb it afterwards. Right we were talking. Right, yeah. So if you think as though uh, Netflix or mm. Amazon Prime is mm. stealing too much of your time, then you've got to do a little bit of a life audit. I
0: like that. A life a audit. A life
1: audit. And identify what is stealing all these little pockets of your time. And if necessary, either reduce them. I'll bin them off entirely. So and if you bin off Netflix entirely, Greg, then that's like eight or ten pounds a month or whatever that you can put towards your music marketing.
0: Yes, but the thing is, what now? This is, the, this is the difficult part that I feel a lot of people don't like to do. And it's not just aimed at purely musicians. We have to bring in that C word that we don't careful, like. Careful, careful. I know, I know. It's an, wo-
1: an all-ages show. <laughs> the word compromise. Compromise. That's a, it's a very good word. Uh, I was, I was going to use the word, you know, well, yeah. Have, have Please we used, be careful. Li- it's life choices. It's, it's what do you want out of life? Because, the, you know, the majority of musicians, if you would say to, or, you know, do you want your music to be really successful and to be listened to by loads of people? They go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, right, well, you're going to need to make some form of sacrifice yeah. from your normal day-to-day life in order to devote more time to actually marketing it and if you're not prepared to do that then you have to ask yourself what are you doing this
0: for you can't really complain that no one's heard your music if you're not prepared to sacrifice other life activities to tell people about your music
1: I mean you know there is one way of of getting around this so if you were and you know I don't know what time of (laughs) time of day you get up but to the to the people at home if you were to set the alarm clock for 45 minutes earlier than you normally do and if you were to go to bed maybe 45 minutes later than you would normally do and use that 90 minutes a day and Mm. devote that in in, in other words if if you can't find any spare time from your existing day if you go right well i'll I'll extend the day somewhat and use that spare time to, to devote to marketing your music that's 10 hours a week. That's an. That's that's like working on your music and marketing that's, that's your music a, for an entire day.
0: That is. I was going to say, that's like more than a working day. And basically, if we put the episode here of the 365 um, that we did a few weeks back about uh, how to organise your time, if you can put 10 hours aside, like Sheldon's just said, but then use the episode that was in the corner a second ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it is now. Um that way at least you can then strategize. is that a word? Yeah,
1: I think, yeah, right. I think so.
0: Um, that you, know, you can then at least know how to use that time that you've allocated from your 45 minutes either end of your day to spend on your marketing.
1: Similarly, you know, if you have got maybe a little bit of money, what you could do is you could also pay somebody to do elements of your marketing for you. For example, um, one of my friends is in a tribute band, and um, I do a little bit of their marketing. I schedule their Facebook posts, and I find content for their Facebook posts, and I run and I schedule all their Facebook ads. And you know, it's it's only an hour or, or two hours every week, but what that does is that frees those particular people up who are busy doing other things, and they've all sort of got jobs, and it puts those activities in the hands of myself, who is a, dare I say, a professional, and it takes me less time, it takes less time for me to do it than it would for them to do it. So they're not only freeing themselves up, they're actually maximizing the amount of time because it would take them longer to do what it takes a short time for me to do.
0: Question though, in that respect. Yes. Do they, do you ask them what you need or do they just give you the stuff?
1: Um, They, they're pretty much, or what I'm, I'm, instructing them for maybe for things for it i give them a uh, an idea of stuff that they can record and generate for me but just, be- just because uh, like keanu reeves the matrix i know marketing i it's like D- don't worry lads just leave it all with me i, I know exactly what what needs to be done here so, so they give, they give me a pretty much a free reign just because okay. I've, I've, I've so do you pro- give
0: them activities that they need to do to give you yeah, yeah, content yeah
1: and, you know, yeah and you know they do some elements of the marketing themselves and i've taught them to get a, uh, uh, a strangely enough a, a 365 day um, yearly calendar okay. and to to, to schedule the, yeah. the content that they create and i'm going to schedule the, the content that i create and together we'll we'll create a, a full you know Social media post planner.
0: Completely sized up. I've just seen those clipboards now. Oh,
1: they no. next to oh, the tape see, 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 we've got wobbly pieces of paper.
0: So the, the clipboards
1: weren't missing, but they're, they're off.
0: We have a new intern, Jack. Bless him. He likes to put things away. He just Stop didn't tell me things, where, Jack, where they were. We've got floppy papers. So, can I ask a, another quick question? By all means. So you're saying about paying someone to do the the marketing?
1: If if you've if you've got the money and if you can find somebody who you know who's don't, even, don't ask me by the way I haven't got time.
0: Oh uh, right, yeah, I get asked that a lot, and it's just like, will you be able to give me such and such? And then it's like, no, I don't have time. And it's like, well, then I can't. How do I market something that concept?
1: But it, it may well be that you know if you know
0: is it expensive? Basically, it's what I'm costing. Is uh, what I'm getting
1: at. Well, it, it, certain people work in in. Certain ways. Some people work in as a minimum of a four-hour block. Some people might be able to to do it on a, you know, a, just a small sort of retainer.
0: Would you be able to get that on Fiverr?
1: You could. You could do that on Fiverr. But what I would try and. Work with somebody you maybe know personally, so okay. it, it may well be that you know someone who's a musician or is in another band, and they particularly kill it on the on, on the socials. And it may well be that you can just approach them and go, oh, look, "You're dead good at this. If I bung you a, a bit of cash, can you do similar sorts of things for me?" And as musicians, by the <laughs> are often cash strapped. Point number one. That you know, hopefully, they'll probably say yes. So
0: you've kind of rebuffed the I have no time for marketing. Else else? So now we're going on to excuse number 3. It's the wrong time. Well, I wh- didn't quite know how to kind of approach yeah, that. Yeah, but,
1: but what a lot of musicians say they, they 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 look at their own sort of personal calendar and they think right well, I've got I've not got another gig coming up for another like sort of 2 months and I've got sort of no music releases. the horizon so i don't need to do any marketing right now thank you very much i'm just going to put my feet up and watch uh, a lot of youtube so i'm not doing any marketing because there's nothing going on uh, to which i would say no this is actually the time now when you should be doing your marketing for the simple reason that if you only start marketing just as you're about to gig or just as you're about to have a music release then a first off your audience will have become quite cold you know they will have forgotten about you literally every time you open your phone on social media there's there's people engaging uh, and posting sort of content and if you go away for even a modest amount of time you you know you you're pretty much close to being forgotten in this day and age plus if you only are active and busy on social media when you want somebody for something, as in, oh, you won't come to my gig, will you? Oh, you won't watch my video for you? And then then you... you become that very needy person, and I'm sure everybody out there has got someone in their lives who, uh, as soon as the, uh, the phone rings and they see a particular name on that phone, they think, oh, oh uh, yeah, what does she want? Or what does he want because they only ring me whenever they want something and that's the wrong thing for you as a as a musician to to, to be
0: you're going back to the you're in some respects that your social media content just becomes adverts yeah which nobody watch watches a TV station that just shows adverts
1: so you know you you need to be in a position where you are constantly creating content and engaging with your audience I mean even if it's a even if it's a case of Once, you know, amongst all your content, once a week, ask, you know, doing a poll. I mean, I'm trying to, as part of my social media content, have one poll per week where I just ask my audience what I think is a pertinent question that's applicable to our music and our brand and allowing them to to join in in a particular conversation. It's nothing to do with my music. It's nothing to do, you know, with about any any gigs that are coming up and it's just an opportunity for to gauge somebody's opinion on something and allow them to join in in a, in a fun conversation so so it it and in doing so mm. that reminds the the audience out there that that we're still there and we be, you know we become part of the fabric of their I, lives
0: i do think a lot of bands and musicians seem to think that their content needs to be solely music related uh, and and I think that you, there's no there's if there's personality in your music then there should be personality in your in your social media yeah. content and
1: and if if you've got a strong brand you really should be creating content around that and that that almost like frees you up because rather than having to continually learn songs you know to record and to and to put onto soundcloud or, or or whatever it it's so much easier just to turn on your phone and create content about aspects of your life mm. even you know the, the the documentary of your of your own life being a DIY musician so I, I, one well, thing I will say is going back to the episode which was episode twelve the three six five music marketing plan you know there's lots of ideas in, in terms of how to ...create content on a, on a continuing basis. That,
0: didn't you provide a, a document for that as well?
1: Uh, that will be in the show notes of episode 12.
0: And so, which goes to a link on the 30minutemusicmarketing.com website... ...where when you can the, download it when, from there.
1: When was the last time you updated the website? There you go. That's something you can do during during our little, uh, yes. Our little holiday.
0: Yes, I forgot. I, I don't think I put up last week's deep dive. To I put it on the YouTube... Sk- and the, the social media. He basically
1: YouTubes and then he's off.
0: I, so, I admit I'm not perfect.
1: Well, I accept
0: my faults that, and that's, I'm going
1: to improve. That's quite good because that leads nicely oh, into no, point into point really, number. You didn't even I didn't even know. Goodness.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm about to repeat myself inadvertently, but point number four is. I might get it wrong and And sometimes I do
1: sometimes you do and you know we are all human and it's comforting to know that we all make mistakes and you will do stuff in your music marketing and you will get it wrong or you'll not get it quite right and we shouldn't necessarily be too worried about that. Every time you do something and it doesn't necessarily catch fire with your audience, or for whatever reason, it might be posted at the wrong time, or it was the wrong sort of content to post and people didn't necessarily like, engage, share, or engage with it at all. All those tiny little, I won't call them failures, missteps, they're what's referred to in in the business industry as, as data points. The points of information where you now know, ah, oh, right, I don't, uh, I don't need to necessarily do this again, or I need to adopt, adapt, and improve and change. And your music marketing and your music career is just an incremental series of trying things, seeing what works. Okay, let's do more of that. You'll try some things and they won't necessarily work as well, so you'll do you'll do less of that. So it, it's an ongoing process of you know adopting, adapting. And changing, and what you will do is you will look back at your older posts and your older videos, and you will probably shudder and go, "Oh, that, you know, that really doesn't reflect." You know, I have no idea what I was doing. It doesn't reflect the sort of person that I am now. But you learn from those experiences. And uh, I, earlier this year, I did a talk at a uh, at a college in Shrewsbury, I think it was. Okay. And there was one of the students who uh, who came up to me. I said, "Oh, right. The you know, um, I'd I, you know, I'd like some sort of music advice and and some tips." And I uh, and I went away and I, and I examined the socials and, and I said, "Right, you know, here's one of the things you need to do in terms of yourself as a singer songwriter, acoustic guitar. Then you need to be, you know, posting and uploading you know, cover videos to YouTube." And she went, "Oh, I, I tried that once, and then you know, I got a comment saying this, you know, this wasn't particularly, um, oh, you know, the the the." The cover wasn't particularly uh, accomplished, and just said to her, "Right, well, don't worry too much about that. That is a that's one person's point of view, and b it, you know if upon reflection, do you think that oh right yeah actually looking back at it, maybe that wasn't the you know." that particular person has a point, then it's now up to you to go, right, well, that person's given me a particular data point. I do need to, you know, improve upon mm. my musicianship or my you know stage performance craft even if it's only in front of a, a video camera. So you know all, all these things where you might make missteps, they're really actually points of you know, points of improvement. And and people, you know, you're getting the data back, especially mm. from social posts when you can see how maybe little people have engaged. Yeah and all that data is useful
0: that's the thing i mean i think one of the parts that the aspect certainly i know that you like from doing all this is that you're continually learning i mean how many people out there have bought a lottery ticket and got it right first time
1: well yeah but you know there there is an element of chance in that but people tend oh. to forget how even big companies like google they're constantly Building new products and new platforms just to see if they work, and if they don't, then they'll just quietly. Well, that's get the thing that you
0: you only really hear. I you, and I think I remember seeing this on possibly a TED Talk or something where the artists that you kind of you only ever really hear the the the, the things they got right. Um, yeah. Very little is spoken about the things they got wrong. It doesn't mean that they didn't get things wrong. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, one of your favourite bands, didn't they do an album that didn't do quite as well because it alienated yeah. the...
1: Are we, are we talking about Queen and Hot Space?
0: It's like the one that was recorded in Germany in the early 80s. Yes. Yes. They kind of got that wrong.
1: Yes, but but they then... Oh, right. I know now never to do this ever
0: again. And then they came back and did It's a Kind of Magic and knocked it out of the park, didn't they? Uh,
1: no, they did, they did Radio okay. Gaga. Okay. I'll talk about the Queen <laughs> album discography After the show.
0: (laughs) He's such a geek. Right, so, chocolate bars manufacturers.
1: Ignore that, ignore that. Skip over that. Those are just possibilities.
0: So, yeah, basically, and this is what I was saying earlier on with the the artist that I work with, you know, we've identified stuff that doesn't work, and we've identified stuff that does work. And along the way, we've also been surprised, because we've made some presumptions before looking at the analytics. And we've been like pleasantly surprised or like, oh, we weren't expecting that and then acted upon it. So yeah, I mean, it's a case of not, I don't think anyone ever intentionally means to get it wrong, but sometimes you can't always get things right
1: first time. So learn. So, so the last excuse, and this is this is quite a strong one and it's quite I've a I've heard a few bands say it's quite thing. a it's quite a big talking point as to why they don't like marketing their music and it is
0: For some bizarre reason becoming successful is selling out.
1: It's selling out. Oh if I overtly market my music, that means I'm a crass commercialist and my music no longer becomes art, it becomes a product and I'm not prepared to do that. Thank you very much. That is a, you know a, a viewpoint that is held by quite a lot of musicians and artists, and they, you know they don't want to be seen to be pushing it, because that maybe almost seems like des- desperation. And they have this ideal within their head that, that their music should organically find its way. Into, into the ether. And what I also think that as well is... would be
0: fine if there was nothing else competing for my attention.
1: I I, I think a, a lot of people in their mind have the, all the music from their sort of favourite artists reached them in an organic fashion and, and wasn't commercially, you know, uh, exploited in order for, for them to, to know about it and consume it, it's, but, but I, I think a viewpoints like that I don't bear up with with any relationship to the but to people, the to the real world whatsoever
0: people will use examples of bands that they like who they would consider to be fairly non-mainstream and use that as an example that well they did it but they did that maybe nearly 30 years ago and try and make that out that that's relevant today and mm. how it's a very difficult Point to argue with because they have a point, but at the same time, they're bearing that point has no bearing to the relevance of where we are now, which but, I don't think it would work.
1: Yeah, the, the, the thing you have to remember is that music is a commercial product. Be you know, be it live music or, 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 or recorded music. It, you know, it's it's part of industry. It, it's part of commerce, and it's called the music business for for a reason. And the clue if you, is in the name. Yes, and if you want your music to be a hobby then that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I would imagine the majority of people who are watching or listening to this want to, you know, r- take, make it, a, to the next take it to the next level and receive a, a fair amount of reward for all the time and effort that they put in. And in order to do that, you have to view it, what you're making, as a, as a commercial sort of product. And commercial products need to be marketed in order for you to, you know, Exploit the the money that's you know and the value that's inherently or potentially within there, and if you want people to to consume it, and 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 this is the thing by marketing your music, you're giving it and letting it reach a wider audience. So really, what you're actually doing is you you're doing people favor. The, the great thing is that you know, I know for the fact that the music that my band makes, it brings people a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and by marketing it so it reaches more people, I, I'm actually improving the lives of, of other people. So it, it's my duty, almost, to promote it. it, it just, just letting it lie on my hard drive does, does nobody any favours whatsoever. I mean, Mm. and and didn't, was it true that Van Gogh never sold a painting in his life? It was only afterwards that, you know, and you don't want, well, it would be nice to be, you know, have have the reputation of Van Gogh. However, I'm sure he would have liked the $18 million for the Sunflowers painting whilst he was still alive. Yeah. So maybe if he was a bit better at marketing, you never know. (laughs) And the phrase I always use, it's not selling out, it's buying in. Oh, see what you did there! Yes, so yeah, so you know, it's it's your consider it your duty. You, it's your responsibility for your music to reach the widest possible audience that you can, and you've therefore you've you've got to market it.
0: Otherwise, just. Be glad that you have the means to participate in your hobby.
1: Yeah, that's and and, you know at at, at a basic level that's great. But you know, I would imagine the majority of people on here do want their music to reach a a bigger audience, and so you know, it it is it is your responsibility, and you'll be doing yourself a favor, and for the people that listen to it and think, "Oh, this is absolutely great," you've actually you've done them a favor as well. You've got two happy parties yourself and the listener so and that's really what your marketing is, is all about that's that's the end goal to 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 make people happy you want to make people happy don't you
0: encouraging people to listen to your music i can't see that's how they label that as selling out yeah. you know okay telling people is just helping encourage people to can to uh you know buy in or listening
1: in this. Case. Yes, and if you uh, go back to deep dive number eight, there's more. I of did our, see that. There's more of our thoughts on, uh, you know, is your music a, a business? That
0: was a, that was a good deep dive. I that remember. was indeed. That was indeed. So I'll put that here. I'll have to try and remember this when I edit it. So please uh, do, please do. Yes. Um, so,
1: and that's it. Though. Five excuses debunked. Five. Can
0: you relate to any of these?
1: I would imagine so. I would imagine. Do you
0: that... agree or disagree? Please write in, in the comments. Come on, comment slag us section, off but... in the comments.
1: I'm not bothered. I'm, um, I'm going on holiday this, so I'm not going to read them. Yeah. So basically, he will.
0: what are... yeah, thanks. I'll just send a WhatsApp of it. Um, so does, does. next week I will probably be putting some of the old ones. That will probably continue, based on that will recap what we've talked about today. So like the 365 marketing and other ones that we've talked about in today's others. show so please uh subscribe hit the subscribe button here so
1: we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, until then you can rewatch all our old episodes go go back to the beginning and see us in in January when we're freezing and wearing uh, warm warm uh, coats and um, shirts and I'm
0: about a stone over here and jumpers and yeah
1: so uh, and yeah I'm, I'm probably a little bit darker as well <laughs>
0: So anyway, thanks for watching and we will see you in two, is it two weeks or is Uh, it
1: longer? uh, No, it's about two weeks. In two weeks time. See you later. Bye.